Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Coffee Break Italian Season 1, Episode 29. Ciao e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian, io sono Katie. Io sono Mark, come state? Io sono Francesca e ho freddo. Hai freddo? Sì. Poverina, l'inverno è arrivato in Scozia. Sì, e fa un freddo cane. <laughs> That's a great phrase. I think we've learned that one before. Katie, have we done yes, that one Yes, I before? remember learning that fa one. Fa un freddo cane. It's a dog cold. Sì. <laughs> It's very cold. Fa un freddo cane. L'inverno è arrivato. L'inverno? What's l'inverno? Winter. È arrivato? Has arrived. Esatto. Winter has arrived here in Scotland and it is indeed quite cold. And we hope that wherever you are, the weather is cold or hot or whatever you like. Anyway, we've got lots to get through in this episode of Coffee Break Italian. We're going to be reviewing some of the material from last time and we've got lots of new material to cover. So let's stop beating about the bush and get straight on with today's episode. Sì, mettiamoci al lavoro. That is a great expression. Mettiamoci al lavoro. Let's get to work. Let's put ourselves in motion and get on with the work because we're talking about il lavoro still. We are going to do a little bit of review here. And first of all, let's think about this idea of do you like your job? Katie, can you remember how you would ask that question? Do you like your job? Ti piace il tuo lavoro? 
perfetto. Ti piace il tuo lavoro? So, do you like your job? Il tuo lavoro is your job. How would you say, I like my job? Mi piace il mio lavoro. Mi piace il mio lavoro, my job. Now, we looked at mi piace plus a noun in the idea of mi piace il mio lavoro. Mi piace l'italiano. Mi piace il gelato. What would that be? I like ice cream. Mm-hmm. So, mi piace plus a noun. But we also looked at mi piace plus a verb. A verb in the infinitive form. So, for example, I like to work here. How would we say that, Kitty? Mi piace lavorare qui. Sì, vero. Mi piace lavorare qui. Okay, so qui being here. I like to do something. Or we could also translate it by saying I like doing something. I like reading, for example. Katie, can you remember that? Mm, Mi piace leggere. Sì, mi piace leggere. What about another one that we know you love? I like singing. <laughs> Mi piace cantare. <gasps> She's finally admitted it. She sì. does actually. Il momento della verità. Adoro cantare. So I like to do something and Kitty very well used there. Adoro. I love to do something. So we learned I love, I like, I don't like at all. We, we covered a number of things. So let's add one more expression in here and that would be in my free time. Francesca, can you tell us how you would say in my free time? Nel mio tempo libero. So that's in my free time, but because it's a possessive thing, it's actually in the my free time. Nel, which is a contraction of in il. Sì. It becomes nel. Nel mio tempo libero. In my free time. Nel mio tempo libero. Si potrebbe dire anche nel tempo libero. Sì, sì, più in generale. General version. So nel tempo libero, in free time, or nel mio tempo libero, in my free time. Katie, using that phrase, could you say in my free time, I really like to swim? We'll give our listeners some time to think. And that's about enough time, I think. So, Katie, go for it. Nel mio tempo libero, mi piace molto nuotare. Molto bene. Nel mio tempo libero, mi piace molto nuotare. Okay, let's try in my free time. I love meeting my friends. Okay, Katie. Nel mio tempo libero, adoro incontrare i miei amici. Perfetto. Nel mio tempo libero, adoro incontrare i miei amici. Well done, you spotted the i miei, my friends. Mi piace incontrare i miei amici. I like meeting my friends. Okay, so far we've been looking at how you would say I like doing something or do you like doing something or indeed I like something. Mi piace il mio lavoro or do you like your job? Ti piace il tuo lavoro? But of course the tuo there is informal. It's a way of asking someone informally, do you like your job? But we also may need to be in the situation where we're asking someone formally, do you like your job? And that is a little different. Francesca, can you let us know how you would say, do you like your job in a formal sense? Le piace il suo lavoro. Let's hear that one more time. 
Le piace il suo lavoro? Le piace il suo lavoro? Now, the suo there is the same suo as his or her job. But the le is literally to you formally. So, le piace to you pleases. Le piace il suo lavoro. Do you like your work? Now, if you're writing that, you'll very often see le written with a capital letter and suo also written with a capital S. So, le piace il suo lavoro. It's the polite way of asking the question, do you like your job? Katie, taking what you know already, can you now work out how you would say, do you like your company in a formal situation? Obviously, it's maybe not the question that you would ask someone you don't know. Do you like your company? (laughs) But how would you ask it nonetheless? Le piace la sua azienda? Brava. Okay, le piace la sua azienda. And la sua, because azienda is feminine, singular. What about... Do you like your holidays, for example, your vacations? Le piacciono le sue vacanze? Brava. Giusto? Le piacciono le sue vacanze? And finally, do you like your customers? Le piacciono i suoi clienti? Bravissima. Le piacciono i suoi clienti? And in each case, that capital S for all of those Il suo, la sua, i suoi, and le sue. Okay? Mark, have we already learned how to say our? I think we may have covered it almost as a piece of vocabulary, but let's let's do it now. It's actually very straightforward because with our, so our job, it would be il nostro lavoro. Il nostro lavoro. Il nostro lavoro. And then, uh, any guesses as to what our company might be? I will guess. (laughs) La nostra azienda. Sì, la nostra azienda. And what would our clients be, our customers? I nostri clienti. Sì, perfetto. I nostri clienti. And I'm going to guess that our... Holidays would be le nostre vacanze. Sì, giusto, le nostre vacanze. The perfect example of applying something that we've learned to new words. So, il nostro, la nostra, i nostri, and le nostre for the different possessive adjectives here. For our, depending on what gender and what uh, number the, the particular thing is that we're describing. So, if il nostro is our, il nostro lavoro, our work, our job. What do you think il vostro lavoro might be, Katie? You're, when you're talking about the plural? Exactly. So, il vostro lavoro, your work, talking to everyone, all of your work, your work. Il vostro lavoro, and then of course it goes, la vostra azienda, i vostri clienti, and le vostre vacanze. So your holidays, talking to a group of people, le vostre vacanze. Now, there's one other person that we need to talk about, and that is there. If we're talking about two people or more's holidays, job, work, and so on. And that's a little bit different. Francesca, it's good different, isn't it? Sì, sì, sì. Because sì. there's only one word. It's only one, and it's loro. 
So their job. Il loro lavoro. Their company. La loro azienda. Their customers. I loro clienti. And their holidays. Le loro vacanze. It does feel a little strange, and Kitty's shaking her head here. It does feel a little strange not to change that one, but it's always loro. Okay. Great. Kitty's not happy. (laughs) Kitty doesn't seem happy. I suppose after we've learned all these uh, patterns, then when you get one exception, it does change things a little bit. This is the only exception when we're talking about possessive adjectives. Va bene? Sì, sì, sì. Kitty's still not <laughs> Okay, let's move on because I think that's the best thing to do in this situation. We've got a new topic. Francesca, what's our new topic that we're going to be looking at? Sì, la descrizione fisica. La descrizione fisica. Eh? Cosa vuol dire la descrizione fisica, Katie? Physical description. Well done. Mm. Because it's time to learn how to describe people or things using colours and sizes and everything else. Let's begin by thinking that we're talking about a person. So how would we say tall when we're talking about a man? Alto. Alto. So how would we say Michele is tall? Michele è alto. Exactly. We can use that word essere. So Michele è alto. And what about tall for a woman? Alta. Okay, we're going to use these same rules again, the same pattern here. So these are, again, adjectives. So in a sense, they're just like the the possessive adjectives. This time it's alta. So, for example, Francesca is tall. Non è vero. (laughs) Francesca è alta. So alto, alta. If we wanted to say then small, the opposite of tall, how would we say small then, Francesca? Basso. Or in your case... Bassa, sì. <laughs> Sorry. No, so, è vero. <laughs> so, Katie, how would we say Francesca is small? Francesca è bassa. Oh, Francesca è bassa. Poverina. <laughs> <laughs> è vecchia. <laughs> No, e okay. anche grassa Okay, right, we, we need to stop there, okay First of all, Francesca said Francesca è bassa, so she's small But then she said vecchia, which is of course nonsense Vecchia, what would that mean, Katie? Um, old, maybe Old, yeah Vecchio for a man And vecchia for a woman And then she said grassa, which again is nonsense È vero oh. So grassa would be Fat. Fat, yeah. So grasso. Francesca. <laughs> grasso for a man and grassa for a woman. What's the opposite of that, Francesca? Magro. Magro or magra. Sì. So we've looked at uh, tall, which was? Alto. Or? Alta. We've looked at small. Basso, bassa. We've looked at old. Vecchio or vecchia. And we've looked at slim. Magro. Magra. So in each of these, we change the O to the A for masculine into feminine. And of course, we could also talk about multiple people. So if we were talking about slim men, we would be talking about... Uomini magri. Magri being the masculine plural form of magro. So in this case, uomini, which are, which are men, it's the plural of uomo, uomini, uomini magri. Slim men. What about, let's say, old women? Donne vecchie. Okay, maybe it's not the the most polite way to talk about people, but donne vecchie, old women. Okay, 
vecchie, that's the feminine plural form of vecchio. Vecchio, vecchia, vecchi, vecchie. Sì. Okay. Mark, quick question for you. Mm -hmm. You said basso was small, mm -hmm. but we learned piccola azienda, a small company. We did indeed. Okay, so that's a very good point. When I'm saying small, I should probably saying, be saying short because oh, okay. we're talking about people's heights. So oh, alto okay. or basso, referring to their height. Uh, of course, piccolo is small. And the opposite of piccolo would be a big company we talked about. Oh, grande. Grande. So we've got piccolo and grande being small and big. But when we're talking about people, it's basso for short and alto for tall. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay, we're going to take a short break there and we'll be back in just a moment. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. una donna giovane. A young man or a young woman. However, in the plural, it does change. We would talk about young men. Uomini giovani. And young women. Donne giovani. In both cases, it's giovani. Okay, with an I, the letter I. Giovani. Okay, so that's young. So we've done young, old, tall, short, fat, thin, What about beautiful and ugly? Another pair. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful si dice bello. Which is something that we've come across before, of course. So, bello. O oh, bella. 
or so bello for a, a man perhaps if we're describing a man we would sì. say handsome Mark è bello oh, certo <laughs> oh, Katie è bella so oh. bello bella and if of course we were really talking about Mark it would be the other word which is brutto no. which we've also heard before <laughs> brutto meaning ugly but we have heard that before in reference to two situations sì, il tempo, the weather. Mm-hmm. Oggi fa brutto. Fa brutto, fa brutto tempo. Sì. It's an ugly day today, not nice weather. And the other situation was? Eh... Una brutta tosse. Brava. Brava, Katie. Sì, una brutta tosse, an ugly cough. Uh-huh. When you're off to the, the pharmacy to find something for your brutta tosse, for your ugly cough, your bad cough. So brutto, brutta. I think it sounds like quite an ugly word, to be honest. (laughs) So another pair of words there, again, both ending in O in the masculine and A in the feminine. Brutto, brutta. And therefore, the plural forms would be? Brutti and brute. Perfetto. And let's talk about bello. It's bello for masculine. Bella for feminine. Now, for the feminine plural, it would be? Belle. Belle. And if we wanted to say, for example, the boys are handsome, then we could say i ragazzi sono... Belli. Belli. Brava. (laughs) Okay. So we've got bello, brutto, beautiful or handsome and ugly. We've got uh, tall and short. Alto, basso. Mm -hmm. We've got fat and thin. Grasso. Magro. Uh-huh. And then we also had old and young. Vecchio e giovane. Brava. Ah, there's another adjective as well. Ah, sì. Brava. Brava is an interesting word because it means quite a lot of things. First of all, it's bravo, brava, bravi, brave. You know, four, four different persons that we're talking about. But it means a lot of things. It means uh, good as in clever in that sense you know you've done well to remember whatever it is or you've done well to repeat something bravo brava of course that's where we get the word bravo in English we're congratulating uh-huh. people bravo <laughs> but in Italian obviously we need to change that depending on who we're talking about but bravo also means some other things Aha, uh-huh. it could be, for example, someone who is very good at his or her profession. Ad esempio, un bravo dottore. So, a, a skilled doctor, for mm-hmm. example. Sì, o una brava insegnante. Mm-hmm. A, a skilled teacher. But it also can be used, for example, if a parent is talking to a child and describing them as a, a good boy or a good girl. Ah, sì. Like, well brought up. Well brought up, indeed. Good stuff. Okay, so that's bravo, brava, bravi, brave. Before we move on, let's think about how we would use these adjectives in a sentence. And we would use our verb essere for this. So, for example, we could say, uh, the girl is tall and beautiful. La ragazza è alta e bella. La ragazza è alta e bella. Or, the boys are small and let's introduce a new word, naughty. I ragazzi sono bassi e cattivi. Cattivi. So that's the word for naughty. It's the opposite of bravi, in a sense. Sì, bravo, so, cattivo. Cattivo, cattiva, cattivi, cattive. Sì. Okay? So cattivi, i ragazzi sono cattivi. The boys are naughty. I ragazzi sono bassi. I ragazzi sono bassi. And naughty? E cattivi. 
e cattivi. Eccellente. So, i ragazzi sono bassi e cattivi. Okay. So, we use essere when we're describing someone, saying he or she is and whatever they are. But we also can use other ways to describe people. Perhaps for a physical description, we might want to talk about hair. How do you say hair in Italian, Francesca? Capelli. So, capelli is actually a plural word. We talk about i capelli, the hairs, literally. Because, of course, when we're talking about someone's hair, there's more than one hair on their head. Normally, in my case, we're almost just at that one month. Anyway. <laughs> so, i capelli, the hair. Now, if you want to say someone has brown hair, for example, let's say Katie has brown hair. You would say... Katie ha i capelli castani. So, literally, that means Katie has the hairs brown. Sì. I capelli castani. Sì. In Italian, the adjective tends to go after the noun. Okay. So, Katie has the hairs brown. Katie has brown hair. One more time. Katie ha i capelli castani. Katie, you can repeat this, but change it to I have. O i capelli castani. Brava. Okay, so I have o, you have I, he or she has. A. We have. Abbiamo. You all have. Avete. They have. Hanno. Perfetto. Okay, so let's change this around. If I wanted to say I have black hair, then I would say... Ho i capelli neri. Ho i capelli neri. So, neri, that's the plural form of nero, meaning black. Katie, what would you say for yourself? Ho i capelli castani. Okay. And Francesca, let's imagine you're blonde for the time being, Aww. okay? <laughs> so how would you say, I have blonde hair? Ho i capelli biondi. So let's listen to that one again. Ho i capelli biondi. Biondi for blonde hair. And perhaps for me it would be more authentic if I said I had grey hair. Aww. <laughs> Un mix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but what would grey hair be? Grigi. Grigi. So, ho i capelli grigi. Let's go through these four colours of hair, first of all. So, I have black hair. Ho i capelli neri. Ho i capelli neri. I have brown hair. Ho i capelli castani. Ho i capelli castani. I have blonde hair. Ho i capelli biondi. Ho i capelli biondi. And I have grey hair. Ho i capelli grigi. Ho i capelli grigi. Okay, and one other hair colour perhaps. I have red hair. Ho i capelli rossi. Ho i capelli rossi. Okay, so five different colours, but we also may want to talk about the length. Of our hair. So we could say I have short hair. Ho i capelli corti. Ho i capelli corti. Or I have long hair. Ho i capelli lunghi. Ho i capelli lunghi. And I have straight hair. Ho i capelli lisci. Ho i capelli lisci. Or I have curly hair. Ho i capelli ricci. Ho i capelli ricci. 
So now I'm sure that covers most of our listeners, hopefully. <laughs> Everyone will be able to describe their hair colour or indeed describe someone else's hair colour. Just while we're talking about colour and before we go too far in this lesson, I'd like also to mention eyes. We already know the word for eyes. Katie, what's eyes? Oki. Oki. So I have blue eyes would be, Francesca? Ho gli occhi azzurri. Ho gli occhi azzurri. Okay, or perhaps we've got green eyes. I have green eyes. Ho gli occhi verdi. Ho gli occhi verdi. Or perhaps you have brown eyes. Now, this is a different brown from your hair. Listen. Ho gli occhi marroni. Ho gli occhi marroni. Now, time is marching on, and I think what we need to do now is move into the final segment of this week's lesson. We will come back to physical descriptions next time and indeed be putting you to the test. But as a little precursor of that test, we are going to, well, we're going to do our Café Culturale, but it's going to be a Café Culturale with a twist. Francesca is going to describe someone. And using your knowledge of Italian and, of course, of Italian culture and society, you have got to guess who this person is. So let's begin our Café Culturale for today. Today, I'm going to describe a famous Italian to you, using some vocabulary we already know, and see if you can work out who it is. Allora, la data di nascita di questa persona è 15 aprile 1452. He had uh, una barba lunga, a long beard, and he was uh, scienziato, artista e inventore. La sua opera, his work, is very well known and it includes uh, l'uomo vitruviano, the Vitruvian man, or l'ultima cena, the last supper, and Mona Lisa, which is also known as la gioconda. So, avete indovinato? Have you guessed who it is? If so, please let us know on Facebook and uh, also let us know if there is something you like about this mysterious artist, uh, any works uh, or anything else you like about him or her. Indeed. <laughs> okay, so head over to Facebook for that. And that is where we're going to leave Coffee Break Italian for this episode. We've covered quite a lot today and hopefully you'll get the chance to practice the words and phrases that you've learned very soon. In fact, why not head over to Facebook, post a photo of yourself and describe yourself. You can see what your job is and you can also describe yourself, your hair, your, your physical description using your Italian that you've learned so far. And you can also get bonus phrases in our premium materials, which include notes, videos and bonus audio lessons as well. And you can find out all about that at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. And if you are on Twitter, don't forget we are at Learn Italian. Okay, so hopefully you'll head over to uh, one of our social media areas, be it Twitter, be it Facebook, and practice your Italian. And of course, there's lots more bonus material in our premium materials, as Katie has mentioned. That is all for this week. È tutto per oggi. Grazie molte e arrivederci. A presto, ciao. Grazie, ciao.
This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.